Welcome back, folks, to City of Champions podcast, episode number seven. Today, we're doing another group podcast with just one, one more other guy. We got Mike Hubbard and uh, Maddie Pipes, as usual. We got uh, Mr. Military Man. Let's go, baby. He got hurt. He's back. I don't know. When do you go back? 25th? Uh, I go back Tuesday. Yeah, 25th. All right. So he's an avid listener of the podcast. So we figured we'd have him on. Big fan. So I guess the first topic we're going to get into is uh, Celtics' second half predictions. As the Celtics are coming off the All-Star break, they're sitting third in the Eastern Conference uh, behind the Raptors, 40-15, and the Bucks 46-8, with a record of 39-16. The Celtics have proven they have the depth and firepower with wins over top teams like Milwaukee, Toronto, Miami, Denver, and L.A. Will they have what it takes during crunch time with a possible seven-game series with the Bucks? Of course they would. You know why? Because they got four starting caliber players that can score. Milwaukee has what? Giannis? Yeah. Oh, Eric Bledsoe. Middleton, though. Kill them. Mid- Middleton's good, but Eric Bledsoe? Like, like. We need Gordon Hayward and Jalen Brown to score during that series. Jalen Brown is going to dunk on Giannis again. They're both. I mean, For Brown's like average 20, I think. And yeah, Hayward's at 18. Um, Let's see. But um, I guess before the All-Star break, we've been playing really well. We've won 9 out of 10. Tatum's actually been playing very well. He won Eastern Conference Player of the Week, averaging 26 a game. You know, 8 rebounds, 4 assists. You know who else was player Conference oh, of the Week? Jalen Brown. Mike. Jalen Brown. Relax with Jalen Brown. Do you want to marry Jalen Brown? I mean, for the money, sure. Jackie's going to be jealous. Okay. Um, <laughs> including a 39-point performance by Tatum and a double overtime win against the Clippers. Um, Tatum leads the team in points per game at 22.4. And I don't know if you guys know this, but Celtics are the only team in the NBA with three players averaging 20 a game, which is Brown, Tatum, and Kemba. Uh, Brown. Um, all right. Dude, Jalen Brown is like the most overrated player I've ever seen. You're right. He's inconsistent. Yeah. You're right, Mitch. Overrated. Some games will have 20 and then will go so one for overrated. 10. So overrated. The guy doesn't even pass the ball. Cousins. That never passes. No, that was Terry Rozier, agent's favorite player last year. Oh, most Dude, get out of here. T-Rose was amazing. All right. Hold on, boys. Scary Terry. <laughs> the Celtics will finish second best in the league by how well we are playing. Bold oh. prediction, boys. The Celtics only lose five games. The, on the second half? The on the second season? half. You're serious. Easy. They play 28 games. So 17 of them being playoff teams, right? Wow, I didn't know that. Two games against the Magic, two games against the Nets. We garbage, might lose. Garbage. That one game we might lose would be in the Nets. The Nets? How? Oh, the one that me and Aiden are going yeah. to? Yeah. Just because you guys are showing up. That's the only Kyrie, reason. The, you know what? No, that's going. true. That's another eight, topic eight, for another well, game. Well, you guys are just bad luck. But anyways. Oh, um, nice. Aiden's favorite team, you know, the Nets. Bad? Um, Whoa. That's we also not... have one game against the Grizzlies and two against the Pacers. Should be the all easier garbage. matchups. They're all garbage. Yeah, Hopefully Pacers the Pacers trash. don't give us any trouble, though. This is assuming we stay healthy during this run. Any injuries... That prediction is well, toast. They might be resting more people because we already going to make the playoffs and they want to be healthy for the playoffs. So, like, today against the Lakers, Kemba's not playing, so they might rest more yeah, players. Yeah, I think that game's actually 3.30, right? Yeah, so we got to hurry this up. <laughs> um, another thing you guys may not know, Celtics actually rank third in the NBA in defensive rating, which I would not expect since they don't really have a lot of big Daniel guys. That can deve- well, he's not known, I mean, as a defender. He's more of offensive. Have you seen him play? Yeah. He's gonna swat that out. I know, but you know what I mean. Like when you think of Daniel Tice, I'm thinking like, oh, shot blocker, like Drummond or any of these other guys. Well, this reason but... Drummond got traded to the Cavs because he sucks. <laughs> Drummond, yeah. he's leading the league in rebounds almost. Yeah, he he doesn't play in the. All right, NBA. so the only two teams ahead of him is just uh, Raptors and Bucks. Raptors um, trash. 
So I think if they can keep the defense up, like Matt said, with no injuries, and Hayward can keep playing well as a facilitator, average 17 a game, six, re- six rebounds, four assists, I could see them reaching 57 wins. So they would have to go 18-9 and nine on that stretch. And I think they'll pass the Raptors and get second in the East. I don't think they're going to catch the Bucks since the Bucks. No, no way they catch the Bucks. What about you, Mike, for the record? What do you think? Um, they'll probably lose six games the rest of the rest really? of the Yeah, I would say six. It wasn't... Alright. What about I mean, you? We're riding so hard at this point. It, yeah, it depends. It depends if they rest people, then I could see, like, eight games. It depends. But I say six. Dude, the thing that's not going to work out for the Celtics, they don't pass the ball that much. They don't? Yeah, they They're do. not passing the ball, man. Get your man Jalen Brown. I'm reading up some stats right now. Dude, like, look at his assist. His assistant was 57%. 57%? Yeah, look, I'm reading the stats right now. Nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Going in, I guess, I didn't actually, that's kind of a good stat to be honest. I didn't really know that. I don't know what that equates to with the 57%. I just don't like Jalen Brown, sorry. That's yeah. yeah. I'm on the Tatum train, too. Yeah, Brown. Russell's a good player, but Tatum's going to be way better. Oh, yeah, you're yeah, more of a smart Tatum Marcus, was smart assisted 92%. Like, yeah. I'm all about being a team player, being in the military and all that. So, yeah, you're right. Dude, like, if you're not going to pass the ball, get off my team. You're right. He's like that, that crappy team you had that dropped the log. And Yo! <laughs> okay, <laughs> next topic. Next topic. Okay, this is kind of a big one. Red Sox predictions after the Mookie Betts trade. Matt has a lot to say. Following the three-team trade... Sending Red Sox right fielder Mookie Betts and left-hander David Price to L.A. This is a three-team trade because New York makes out big time with this too. New York avoids seeing Betts 19 times this year. That would turn the AL East almost into a two-team race. Tampa and New York with the possibility of a young Red Sox lineup to snag a wildcard spot. Boston, getting prospects was key. We do face the possibility of losing draft picks for the recent scandal that occurred. But slotting two yard prospects Which scandal out of is LA. That? Hold on, I didn't know about the scandal. So basically, it's a we weren't banging trash cans or anything like that. <laughs> but like, say if somebody like Ben Attendee struck out, we go down the replay room and watch what pitches he threw Ben Attendee. But that's only gonna work if same pitcher is thrown to Ben Attendee again. Why can't we do that? Because you can't watch a replay. I, I don't. I don't. They, really they were. Know. I they just were know that's signs and tra- like. Oh, uh, but it would only work in the same situation. I guess. I mean, we're gonna get some penalty. But it's not gonna be a lot. I don't. Yeah, think. I see. Okay. So the guys we got back in re- in return. <laughs> Our um, Alex Verdugo, who I think is going to be really good, actually. I don't I mean, know. His back is like, like not if he could right stay now. out of the injury, he's not even going to be there at the start of the season. And we traded the best player, second best player yeah. in the league, and we got this guy that does not have a good personality, and he has a broken back. He so. loves big poppy though, so we should be good. I mean, he loves big poppy, <laughs> but who doesn't? You, you're um, <laughs> the, the two prospects we got were Jeter Downs, who's actually really good um, second baseman. He's top ten prospect, and then Connor Wall, shortstop, who's kind of a uh, second base because of Bogarts. Yeah, you're right. Because Pujol is not playing second anymore. Because <laughs> he's washed up. He's <laughs> and the other thing, I don't know if you, I don't think you mentioned, is we got rid of half of Price's contract, which is three years, ninety six mil. Um, so the first group podcast we actually did, we talked about our predictions for the season before this trade happened. So since, obviously, Betts was their best player, I think, obviously, the season's going to look a little bit different. So, Matt, what do you think on that? Even though we have a good team, our payroll flexibility will be substantially higher come this winter. So all I can say is, watch out, Yankees fans. The Dodgers, Betts, and Cody Bellinger anchor the best outfield in baseball, no doubt. Mm-hmm. If they don't win the World Series this year... David Roberts will be bred in the water as a manager. 
Dave Roberts cut right. And that he was wa- awesome that for bread so I forgot he's even actually the that coach. That bread is gonna be really, really soggy. <laughs> they always choke in the playoffs. They had well, amazing regular well, season. That's a good they've point. They've had the best team in the past five years, and they haven't done anything in the playoffs. Yeah, well, you can blame it on the Astros, blame it on whoever you want for cheating and stealing signs, but you just gotta admit when it comes to playoffs, they blow. They, yeah, they, right. I don't know what it is. They, they want to go like on Kirsch- vacation really fast. Yeah, go they want to go to Miami and hang out with those girls. <laughs> no, he's not wrong. <laughs> okay. And so we've been pretty much talking about the trade. I just want to um, talk about something. We Somebody we actually signed was um, veteran outfielder Kevin Pillar to a Pilar. one-year, $4.0 million deal who batted 251, 21 home runs, 80 RBIs last year with the Blue Jays and Giants. I think this is a great addition because Pilar – Besides Bradley, I think my and um, what's the guy in the race? Kiermaier was probably the third best um, center fielder in the um, AL. He used to be. Um, yeah, he's he kind of older, he but I still think he was in the NL last year. He yeah, I know he got traded, but he's old now. He's used to Fenway because he's played there a lot. He's a, he, he's an okay outfielder now. He was a two thousand in two thousand sixteen. He almost actually he was a Gold Glove finalist, and what you obviously need in Fenway since the outfield. So uh, crazy. One, two, three, four years ago. Okay, like he's a little washed, but it's better than getting some other like bum well, like Hanley in the outfield. Well, um, the other thing also is he bats right. All our outfielders are lefties, so it's a good no, that, that's guy. that's the good thing. Yeah. I, he's a decent pickup for um, the The other thing they're talking about, I don't really know if it's still going on, is trading JBJ. I don't know how you guys feel about that for Will Myers, Will Myers first baseman from the Padres, and some prospects. I don't know if that's gonna if happen. If we get some decent prospects, I'm okay with that because JBJ an offense sucks. He's worse than your mom hitting. <laughs> you can't okay. bat with him. <laughs> Yo. Okay, guys. All right, Matt, what do you think, or any of you guys, what do you think the lineup's going to look like since Betts is gone? Uh, it's going to be a young lineup. That's that's without a doubt. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're going to stay young. I mean, we have a few veterans on the pitching rotation. It's going to be nice, but I just don't. As a prediction right now, I just don't think we're going to have that strong of a season. They could prove me wrong and come out yeah. wicked strong, or they just fall apart. They're not going to get. They're not going to pass the Yankees. It's going to be us in the race. It's, it's going to be Tampa Bay and Yankees, like they, I said before. They but, have no pitching. They're probably going to have low, like 82, 81 wins. Maybe, maybe, maybe but five. that's where we struggle the worst. Mm. It's our pitching. Yeah, well, um, we didn't even get any pitching pos- uh, prospects. Like, mm. if we want, we almost got the guys from the Twins, but then I guess yeah, that went. But then they heard the Red Sox fans complain, and they yeah. got more. So I guess I think what the lineup's going to be is they're going to bat Benny leadoff, Devers, Bogarts, Martinez, um, Verdugo, and then Moreland, Chavez. <laughs> is that how you say his name? Vasquez, JBJ, JBJ or Pilar. Whoever's in there, if it's a lefty or righty. And then also the new thing is uh, we named our new interim manager. They haven't said real manager since the investigation, um, Ron Redenke, which I think I said in a couple of the podcasts, he was probably the second best candidate besides uh, Mike's uh, Jason Veritek prediction. So my season prediction for them record-wise, I think I think they're going to pass the Rays. I think the Rays were a fluke last year. You know, they signed the guy from China who was a power hitter. They're going to finish 89-75, second in AL East, one game ahead of the Rays. What about you guys? That's not bad. Yeah, I'm still. I'm still. You said they won't make playoffs, or they will. Well, they are. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe second, probably wild card. Yeah, because they can't get. No I think Tampa Bay is still gonna be a contender. Obviously, mm-hmm. Red Sox have to fight for it. But. Yeah. What about you, Mitch? Anything? I think they make the playoffs. I right, that's like positive. Um, that's pretty much it on the Red Sox. All right, so going into the um. Mitch has got some thoughts on the 2020 dunk contest. Big controversy, boys. The judges from the contest wanted the event to end in a tie. But their plan failed when three of the judges awarded nines to Aaron Gordon 
on his final yam over Taco Fall, who's seven foot five inches. Mm-hmm. My question is, why is there a hip hop artist judging a basketball contest? How does the NBA allow this? Because diverse lineup of judges to boost the rating, no doubt in my mind. Yeah, For the views, they yeah, want exactly the views, the money. They don't. Uh, they don't care about uh, who's judging it. They don't care yeah. about it being fair. Like if it, if they want to be fair, why is Dwayne Wade mm-hmm. judging the contest when there's a guy from Miami he yeah, played with last year? Bias. He he even said earlier he wants him to win. So that's why he sold the bag on Aaron Gordon's uh, jam over Taco Fall. Yeah. How many people can dunk over seven foot five? Um, one person. Vince Carter too when he was young. Well, not anymore. <laughs> Uh, I just want to name the judges for people that don't know. So the, there was five judges. We had Wade, Scotty Pippen, Candace Parker was a Scotty. Uh, yeah, Candace Parker is a WNBA player. The rapper, which common you guys obviously know who that is, and then Chadwick Boseman, the guy that played Black Panther, and then um, Forty Two was also a judge and actor. So they kind of tried to mix it up, like you guys said, just to bring in more views, which I think. Wait a second. Why was the guy in the Black Panther movie a judge? Because he's that, a famous actor. He's famous. Yeah. He's famous. Yeah. They try to, like, they don't want to have all why, NBA players. Yeah, well, hold on. I can see why. Too, not just the rapper. That guy, why, why would he be there? Yeah, that's... that's they try to bring more diversity might, in. They, I think they don't want to have all NBA they, players. They might, want to be, they might want to be more... So it's not biased, like, in the NBA. Oh, that's easy. <laughs> but these guys, they might have played basketball when they were young. Mm-hmm. But you're telling me they're playing at all all-star level like these guys have never seen this kind of play before and they're just gonna go judge a competition Ooh, based on pretty yeah based on their eyes you know and what they've seen they've never actually done any of this shit yeah so i guess i just want to give a little recap for people that didn't watch it um so going to this i don't know who you guys have who did you guys have winning it before it happened aaron gordon really what yeah. about you Mike? i, I wanted to have aaron gordon aaron i gordon. definitely had jones because his in-game dunks are insane. I You've seen some of his in-game dunks. So Aaron long. Gordon literally jumped over a 7-foot 5-inch guy. Get in, let me get into it. The other two people that were in it that didn't make it were the white guy, Pat Covington, who played baseball in Notre Dame. And um, I think he has like a 40-something vertical and then washed up Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard just wanted the spotlight. <laughs> yeah. like, he's like, what, 34? Yeah. He's old. He like, did dunk at a 12-foot Oh, I'm Superman. And he did like a dunk that... Like a kid in high school that's a freshman could do. Yeah. Like anybody could do that dunk. Yeah, 12 years ago he won it. So going in 12 years ago. to the final round, um, Jones and Gordon each got a perfect score of 50 on their dunks in the final. And they got two more 50-point um, scores. And then going in the last round, the overtime is just where the controversy came in. So Gordon followed up with a... Um, or, uh, Actually, not Gordon. Jones started off, and he took off just from inside the um, foul line and threw down a windmill jam with his left hand. And to actors and, like, rappers, obviously, I think that's amazing. But most, like, athletic that NBA players. pretty simple. I'm not going to lie. I mean, a windmill was a nice I saw, Once I saw it go down, it was pretty simple. But then, but. the other thing that I don't think a lot of people know is usually these um these things, like, where they use props and people, they plan it. The thing with Taco Fall was not planned. He said when he was coming, he was actually scared that Gordon wasn't going to make it over. So that makes the dunk 100 times better. Taco Fall didn't know it was going to happen. He's 7 foot, 7 foot 5, 7 yeah, foot 6, seven I think. Five. So he pretty much cleared him. He skimmed, I think, like the top of the head. I think he just did a regular dunk, a two-hand dunk. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, two-hand yam right over. Yeah, but 7 so feet. So they yeah. gave that a 47 and Jones a 48. So Jones ended up winning. What did you say about Common? There was something with the score he screwed up? or? Yeah, so Common ended up... <sighs> I'm not trying to say that they wanted it to end in a tie. There's, there hasn't been an official report yet by any of those people, but they were actually supposed to end that in a tie from when they were discussing in between each other. You could see it in some video footage. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it, I don't know if one of the rapper or Fossey. between Miami, uh, Dwayne Wade, they yeah. must have like messed up the signals and what they were trying to do, but yeah. they ended up giving Melvin, uh, not Melvin Gordon, uh, Aaron Gordon, yikes, <laughs> Aaron Gordon, <laughs> a lower rating than Marvin, right? Marvin, uh, the other guy, I'm sorry, Jones. brain fart in his name, Jones, and uh, I think that Gordon should have won it, or at least tied, yeah. and they wouldn't have gone to another another session. But yeah. They wanted it to be a tie, so they would do another dunk, because they were in a dunk-off, so they just mm-hmm. wanted another round of yeah, dunks. more money. But more, they just were like, oh, these dunks are so crazy, we want to see more. But everybody knows Aaron Gordon should have won. Not this one, but the one in 2016 as well. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, that he was got robbed, say. and he yeah. said he's never going to participate in the dunk contest again. And he's by far the best dunker in the world, um, right now. Yeah. So another Vince Carter was better, kind of a but. stat that almost wrapped this up. There's only been two players in NBA history that finished as runner-up in a dunk contest twice: Aaron Gordon uh, this year, and then 2016, and then Dominique Wilkins in 1988-1986. Uh, but he's won before. So, but Gordon's over two, and like Mike said, he's probably not going to do another dunk contest. Is that all your thoughts? You guys good on this? Yeah, that's pretty solid. Pretty all right, solid. moving into the fourth topic. I think everybody did research. It's everyone's favorite Boston sports player. Mitch did his favorite player, I guess, of all time. It does. He wasn't in Boston, so let's we'll start off with you first. Oh shoot, man! Uh, my favorite baseball player of all time is Jackie Robinson. That guy, all the mental and physical anguish that he had to go through to get to the major leagues is outstanding and how he performed when he got there did not waver from all of the crap he had to put up put up with so i'm gonna say one of the, my favorite quotes that jackie robinson said was to his uh, brooklyn dodgers president uh branch ricky mr ricky which helped him mm-hmm. mr ricky was a great guy he, he uh, was 100 percent for jackie robinson getting into the major league and helped him out extensively and he said to mr ricky he said there's three rules to life Stay hard, stay humble, always look for work. And I think that's how we should live our lives. So, yeah, that is I'm all pre- I got on him. I'm pretty sure they have his jersey retired in every part. Oh, yeah, so. that's right, yeah. So that's a good fact. He also joined the uh, the Army military guy for two years. He uh, got <laughs> oh, discharged. Man, bias involved here, Rich? <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, man. Like, <laughs> that could have had something to do with it. All right, Matt, you want to go next? Ted Williams. Wow, that's an old one. Red Sox lifer. Average, uh... 344, on-base percentage, 482. Slugging was 634. 521 home uh, five hundred twenty-one home runs. What is that? That's top. I know it's up there. It's probably top 20, I'm guessing, all time. It's, it's uh, for be... Red Sox. Well, Red Sox is probably one. It's right? one. Yeah. Number one for the Red Sox. Um, I didn't get the other stat for that, but 2,019 walks. He had wow. 1,839 RBIs and 2,654 hits. How, um, 2000 what? 654. Wow, so you almost got the 2000 hit club. Wow. Exactly. So, is there really any question here? As a Red Sox lifer, a 19-time All-Star. 19? Two AL MVPs, six AL batting titles, and four home run crowns. The scariest part about my boy Ted is that he lost a full three seasons due to World War II. Oh, yeah. I totally and most of another two seasons due to the Korean War. Wow. The splendid splinter, as they called him, was elected into the Hall of Fame in 1966. Number nine was retired by the Red Sox in 1984. Mm-hmm. That's why he's my favorite. Wow. Yeah, Just been, as the military stats, honestly. You've been to Fenway, right? 
I've been fed away, yes. Have you seen the, the seat they have of him? No, I have not seen So it. they have a red seat painted up in right field of how far I hit a home run. It was like close to 500 feet, and I've stood there, and it's crazy how far it actually is. Some home plate, they have a painted red seat. I don't think you can sit in it. But, but you, could you imagine his stats? Oh, yeah. The five season he missed? Yeah. Could you be imagine if he was up there playing, with, um, He would be Bonds up there with all-time runs. greats. Well, he is all-time he's, he is, he's obviously an all-time great, but he would be yeah. at least top five conversation, without a mm-hmm. doubt. Mm-hmm. So that's why he's my favorite. <coughs> all right, Mike. All right. I, don't, I think you guys can guess who my favorite player is. Jalen Brown. All oh, time geez. it's David Ortiz. I should have just said that out loud. <laughs> um, all time it's David Ortiz, but someone said I couldn't speak about him, so we're talking about Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown, he's improved ever since he came in the league. He's averaging 20 points this year. Mm-hmm. And the, his first season, he averaged 6.6. He's athletic. He, he's dangerous on the fast. Oh, yeah, he's, he's not a, a very humble blonde. dude. Why do you say that? Let the fame get to him, man. Not passing the ball. I'm, I'm gonna keep. Oh yeah, that, that, that stat. I'm just I saying, mean, man. I'm, I'm not saying he doesn't stats. pass that the that ball. I'm just saying. Ever since I saw him dunk on Giannis in person, oh yeah, last year. You were with, there with my boy. No, it was in preseason, but oh, with my boy, uh, David Gandia. Yeah, shout out to David Gandia. <laughs> Air Force dude, right there. <laughs> Chair Force. Oh, he's been my favorite. I like the draft pick. They picked him number three, and ever since then, he's been my guy. David Ortiz is my favorite all time, but right now, it's Jalen Brown. All right, so as you can guess, my favorite player all time, Boston sports-wise, is um, David Ortiz. So I was born in 2001. I'm 18. So the earliest I can remember watching sports is around the year 2012. I remember when the Celtics, the first thing I remember was the Celtics choked the 3-2 lead to the um, Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals against James. But... From like eight years of memories from that to this year, um, I remember watching obviously the Bruins, Celtics, Red Sox, um, but it's got to be Ortiz. I remember the most. He's a ten-time All Star, three-time World Series MVP. Um, I mean, yeah, World Series MVP, and then Grand Ortiz. Slam, clutch player. Uh, he's played in actually eighty-five career playoff games from his career, two thousand two to sixteen. His career average of the playoffs is two eighty-nine, seventeen home runs. Which I think Nelly's actually had him on the home runs part. 61 RBIs. Are you sure Nelly's not your favorite player? Well, I was doing Boston-wise. Nelly's not. I mean, obviously the Celtics. Or not the Red Sox. Um, one of his best moments, obviously, was in Game 4, which, I mean, I was born, but I remember it was a 2004 American League Championship Series where he hit a um, walk-off home run, the 12th inning, against the Yankees, which started the comeback in um, four about, days in October. What about 2013, that grand slam he I was getting to that, Mike. Yes, this is. I got to kind of have a funny story. So I, I remember watching that game. I was, it was 2013, so I was 12 at the time, and I remember I had to go to bed because playoff games would take forever. Commercials, and I went to bed like right before the eighth inning when it was five one. I remember waking up, checking ESPN. I'm like, what they won? And I remember watching the highlight because he tied it up. Obviously, the grand slam. Then salty hit the walk off. I think it was to left field, right between third and short to win that game, which was I huge. I thought autographed ball by salty. Salty's washed. Oh, <laughs> Look at obviously. That. He is washed, bro. Uh, I went to a game and he signed up for me, so. Mm-hmm. Um, later, and then that same year, we ended up beating the Tigers. I think it was 4-2 in that series. Um, we ended up playing the Cardinals, won the series 4-2. Ortiz, what, I'm curious, what do you think he bad in that World Series, if you guys had to guess? 450. 688. Oh. 688 in World Series. 7-for-16. Stud. 7-for-16. Stud. Stud. St- with two home runs, six RBIs, and that's when he won, obviously, World Series MVP. 
Um, I'm almost done. Just one more stat. And then in the three career World Series he's played in, his average is 458, which is fifth all-time, 756 on-base percentage, second all-time, and then 785 slug is sixth. Um, those are just a few of his greatest moments of his amazing 20-year career with the Twins and Red Sox. Okay. <laughs> oh, what about that? Yeah, actually, my favorite player almost uh, his life ended. Uh, when was that he got shot? It was this year. No, that was last year. It was a couple last years year. ago. Oh, yeah. No, was that, that was last year. Well, last year, yeah. What, what was he doing that? to get shot? Well, people are jealous. Yeah, He's from prison, money. yeah. Somebody actually hired somebody in prison hired a hitman when he was in the Dominican Republic, and a guy came from behind him and shot him on the shoulder when he was in a bar. They were jealous because he played baseball. Money. I don't. I don't really. Yeah, I'm guessing it had something to do with money, like uh, pop smoke, which just died jealous. in his house. So I guess the last topic of the day. Uh-oh. This is gonna be. This might be a little, little off the rails. Who out of the four of us? Because all four of us played little league. Now we're all washed and don't play anymore. But I know. I think Matt coaches. Still trying to keep that career up. So, Mike, us three played together itself, me, Matt, and Mitch. But, Mike, well, I'll let you go first since you didn't play with us, but you still played Little League, obviously. Yeah, so I played Little, Little League uh, for Hooksit. And Is that I, the place next to Merrimack? Or not, uh, Lake Massabesic? It's over on the other side of oh, Youngsville? Manchester. Is it? Oh, yeah, it's Who cares where it is? Let okay. me just tell my story. Well, so... I was a, I was a decent player. I had uh, I batted probably about like two eighty or something, but I was I was a pitcher. That that was my that was my forte. You floated really. I, I had one no. perfect game and one no hit. Well, did you guys hear that? He said he threw a perfect game. And there's a funny story about the perfect game. My grandparents and my mom was supposed to go to it, but I, I mowed them down so fast. We went five innings. I had five ribbies that day. We ten run them. The game lasted an hour and 15 minutes. My wow. grandparents and my mom were supposed to go, but they went to my little sibling's t-ball game. So, more important. So, I would say it's more important because I don't know if I believe this story. I mean, he has literally no proof. Whoa. I have a this video. Is like I'll, go, I'll send it to you after. Whoa. Ooh. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> but, Mike, so, Mike. I had, m- before the game, my coach is like, this is going to be my last year. My son's getting out of the league. I'm not going to be able to coach again. I have not seen a complete game. He's just asking for a complete game. You want me to pitch six innings. I haven't seen a complete game uh, since my son threw one, my older son threw one four years ago. I I would like you to do it. You're the best guy in the league, blah, blah, blah. So he so I'm like, I got you, coach. And I, I went out through a perfect game. And then I had to walk to the t-ball game, and I got there, and my mom's like, oh, we were about to leave for your game. I'm like, I already threw the perfect game, it's done. My my mom's like, I don't believe you. So I had to get, I had to get my coach to, like, call her, and, and then afterwards she believed me, so. Wow. That's yeah. actually a funny story. All right, now. No, we're going right to Aiden. Aiden, let me know what you got. Give me all them Whoa. stats. All I don't have stats in no, my career. No, let me know. Let me know. Guys, I don't have stats in my career. I just Aiden, know Aiden, what Aiden, 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 Calm down. Let's do it. No, no, Aiden, tell me what, exactly what you I was what better than at. you. No, no, you let were, me know. All right, I was better than him. Whoa, whoa, Fish, calm down. You played outfield, bud. Yeah, dude, you were like the worst pitcher ever. Like, I'm serious. You were so bad at pitching, dude. You were like the wildest pitcher. We were in farm together, and I would have Mitch. to leave the 
I was a catcher. Calm down. And I would always calm have to like down. call timeouts to go calm this dude down. This that, you know, my dad was best of the day. Was this when I was pitching like amazing? This guy used to be like Veritek and talking to John Lester. No, dude, you were horrible, dude. Wait. I was like, I was sick and tired. My my, uh, my quads were getting tired from freaking sitting there the whole time, running around catching all okay. the balls. A lot of over exaggerating. No, it's we're not talking about majors. I was behind the plate. I know. You don't whoa, know. Whoa, 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 calm down. No, no, no. Calm down. Everybody, calm. Matt down. was a year ahead. Of, you were like a year ahead of us, right? Yeah. You were older. Yes. So. I'll just give you one stat. So, I Mitch was never good enough to get pulled up to the, the um, majors. He had to play two years. Yeah, because you sat the bench. No, nope, no, no, I didn't. You I sat st- on the bench. I, started, I watched your I games. I started at dude, shortstop. That's the worst. I started. I, tried tr- to, I honed my skills, <laughs> I dude. Started. I honed my skills. So when I got to majors, Whoa. I hit a home run. I was the only person in this group to hit it over the freaking fence. Home I think run. Mike. Whoa. God. Whoa. I had a crappy Whoa. bat. God. I had a crappy. Yeah, I did too. I got mine for ten dollars at a yard okay, sale. Okay, calm down, guys. All That's I know what is, I, thought, I played guy. the two, two plus positions. Map, I played. Yeah, you field. played the bench. I, I never played bench. I think Nitch, this, stop. Can you be serious? This conversation. I am being serious. Break Nitch, it. I never sat in the bench. Yeah, I, I literally saw you, dude. Dude, you and Nikki, dude, you guys sat on the bench. Nikki's about to get drafted. So two players in the league were me and Nikki. Then maybe Matt, and then I don't know about you. I think you struck out the Steve this, Dunn, I'm throwing this knuckleball. Top, yeah, one strikeout, this, big deal. This topic is pointless, and I think we should just wrap Mike, it up. Mike, shut up. No, 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 wait. Matt, what about you? I didn't get to hear about you. I was oh, better. Yeah. Be honest. Matt Aiden's threw beach and throw me a fat meatball. He's lucky he didn't go over the damn fence. No, the left fielder Aiden, should have caught it. It bounced off his glove. It bounced off his glove at the wall. No, it didn't. It bounced off his glove. He had a crappy outfielder. No, cheddar cheese. He moved the floor. You exaggerate everything. Every little story is exaggerated. All I'm just saying is when Matt Aiden's came into pitch, okay, he was batting practice. Aiden's the best at everything. Just ask him what happened today. Ask him what happened today. We're not bringing up MLB. Yeah, I got RNG'd on three hours in a row. Shout out to Bogarts, by the way, if you're listening to this. So, anyway. Let's be real, boys. I was good in the outfield. It might have been decent at pitching. Decent. I was good at everything. Mitch could hit bombs. I was a better hitter. Okay. I, I was, I was solid player. I had for average. Nope. He only hit one hole. I even made the all-star team. Me too. And oh, you guys right. lost because I had to go yeah, to Harbor. Yeah, that's true. And you guys, I think, lost in the championship because I wasn't there to pitch and you had to throw. I don't dude, know you were not, dude. If you were there to pitch, we would have lost sooner. We actually made it pretty far. Mitch, I was the best. Me and Nicky were the best. No, you were not the best pitcher, Aiden. You couldn't even get it over a whole plate. Guys, it's very over exaggerated. Anyway, <laughs> dude, you were like the worst pitcher. <laughs> you were a good guys, shortstop. You were really good. If shortstop, you could see his dude. face right now, you would be because Mitch can't say his. Okay, right he's trying to say the opposite. Okay, Shut okay, up. okay. That was wow. It was a little really rowdy, kind of. Whatever you want, man. Wow, That's what you guys still want to live back in little league days? I mean. This was Aiden's idea. He said right off the rip, you know, he's the best. So. He's like, oh, Maybe we'll I'm get somebody best. else next time, like a parent, and we'll really see an unbiased opinion who was the best. Yeah, you're, you're dad, yeah, no, your dad. No, that's oh, biased. Oh, I yeah. said unbiased. Oh, okay. Which parent are you going to get in here then? We'll get Mr. Frazier. All right. It's unbiased. It's we'll see what nice. he says. I think he already told us, by the way, at the uh, batting cage. Matt ate crap on the floor, by the way. Anyways, Ooh. <laughs> that's going to wrap yeah, it up. Yeah, okay. Folks. We're getting a little off topic. All right. Um, anything you guys want to say to close it out? It's game time. It's game time, boys. All right, peace out.